0: Just want to share with you the title uh, that I gave this homily. You know, I I normally when I write it out, when I think about it, uh, I don't have a title in mind. I don't know. Maybe I should. But recently, because it's going on our uh, social media platforms, like on our podcast, YouTube, so our uh, you know the person Joe, uh, you know our tech guy who does social media for us, Beach Catholic. He asked me a couple of days later, uh, Father, what's, what's the title? What title do you want to give this homily? So I usually think of it after the fact. But this time I remembered, and I gave it a title. "At The Eucharist or Nothing. And sometimes it helps to, to have a title in mind when you're reading something or listening to something. Okay. I found our gospel reading today, this Sunday, so fitting, so providential in light of the devastating circumstances in Haiti, Afghanistan, but even locally, right, with our concerns about Hurricane Henri. In the midst of all these troubling uncertainties, we hear Peter's question and confession Master, To whom shall we go? We have come to believe and are convinced you are the Holy One of God. I think the fact that we're here, especially in these troubling, challenging times, it says something. What Peter has put into words, in a sense, we're putting into action. We're living it out by being here. By keeping the faith, practicing the faith. That's a great grace. I thank God for that. Thank God for the Eucharist. Where we're living in a world that's constantly changing. But thank God that there's one constant in our lives. It's God. That He remains faithful. He remains present to us in the Eucharist. You know, this theme of the Eucharist, it's been central to John's chapter 6. So the past few weeks for our Sunday readings, we've been taking it from from John chapter 6. And it forms the Basis, the foundation of the church's teaching on the Eucharist. So I just want to be absolutely clear, make sure we're all on the same page. The doctrine of the real presence asserts that the Holy Eucharist, in the Holy Eucharist, Jesus is completely, substantially present, body and blood, soul and and divinity in the appearances of bread and wine. And this was a practice of the early church. Even before the New Testament, before the gospels were written, right? This is what Jesus taught them, instructed them to do clearly. This was also the teaching of the Church Fathers. So our very own St. Ignatius of Antioch, martyr, he wrote uh, many things in the Eucharist. I just took a snippet here and I quote St. Ignatius now, I have no taste for corruptible food nor for the pleasures of this life. I desire the bread of God, which is the flesh of Jesus Christ. And for drink, I desire his blood, which is love incorruptible. Uh, We missed out on uh, the verses preceding uh, today in chapter 6 of John's Gospel last Sunday because we, we celebrated the Feast of the Assumption. But in the preceding verses, Jesus tells his disciples to eat his flesh. I just want to talk about those words for a second. You know, those words that he uses are, are, are carefully, intentionally chosen. The word he uses for eat, it means to munch, gnaw, or crunch food. When he talks about flesh, to eat my flesh, he's talking about a physical body, his physical body. So with these words, you know how sometimes words, they have uh, multiple meanings? But the words that he chose, as recorded by uh, the evangelist John, there's no other meaning, no other room for interpretation. It's, it's a literal, eat my flesh. So now you can understand why th- for the disciples, For many of them, they found this saying hard, right? We heard that today. They found it hard to understand and accept his teaching. By the way, that word hard, it means unacceptable or offensive. It it totally shocked them, as we heard. But at this point, right, right? people find it hard people are leaving our lord he could have opened it up to maybe a symbolic teaching a symbolic meaning of the eucharist however what did he what does he do he doesn't soften the quote-unquote hard teaching he doesn't water it down he doesn't bend the truth the Lord under no condition diminishes the power and truth of his revelation, of his teaching on the Eucharist. And this teaching, it remains challenging today as it was 2,000 years ago. Jesus doesn't modify his teaching of the Eucharist as his body and blood according to the capacity of the disciples to understand it, but he challenges them to accept it. This is a condition of discipleship. If you want to follow me, you have to believe this. This is not an optional thing. And to be honest, especially in this context, it's pretty crazy to believe. It's almost It could easily be taken for granted. Yet the fact that we do believe, it's a grace, dear friends, to believe in the Eucharist. It's a pure gift from God who's crazy in love with us. I think it's also amazing, Jesus asks... You also want to leave? But he doesn't force anyone to stay, to abide in him. That's love. That's the gift of free will. We get to decide, we get to choose whether we want to stay with him or not. Yeah, as we, as we close on this important chapter in John's Gospel, this teaching on the Eucharist. This opportunity, it gives us an opportunity to fully embrace God's revelation and teaching on the Eucharist. Not only understanding it with our minds, but loving Jesus in the Eucharist with our hearts. So today, at this Eucharist, when we come up to receive Holy Communion, as we've done hundreds of times on a regular basis, uh, the priest or the minister will say, we'll hold up the consecrated host and say the body of Christ. You know, after body, there's really a parenthesis, and blood, soul, and divinity. The body of Christ. And, as we receive it, what our response is amen. Which means I believe. I know sometimes, yeah, maybe maybe not for you, but I know sometimes for me, if I do something often enough, I could, I don't know, somehow go into kind of like a autopilot mode. Just go through the actions. But today, let's be intentional with our response. When we respond, Amen, let's be intentional and go all in and fully commit ourselves in making the Eucharist the source and summit of our lives.